Hey guys, and welcome to another thrilling episode <laughs> of Three Shows and a Book. I am one of two of your hosts. Haha, ha, I remembered to introduce the second host this time. I'm Liz. And I'm the other one, Shiloh. And this week's episode, we are going to continue with our video game themed, and we are doing Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, 2010. I watched it on Disney+. Plus. Me too. Fantastic. And yep. to accompany that fantastic review, we are going to drink... Some Duplin North Carolina Sweet Muscadine Wine. Ooh. 10% alcohol, it says. Oh, I need that. I know, right? <laughs> Me too. Uh, it's all the way almost pegged on the sweetometer. Oh. Uh, it says, sweeten your day with this refreshing mellow white. A soft, fruity start with a clean finish. Uh -huh. Best served chilled, which it is. So that's yummy. Yes. Like that. Shiloh put it in my refrigerator I last did. week. I forgot I did that. Yeah. <laughs> it was buried behind everything. I'm surprised you found it in time. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's dive right in. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's get that wine open. Before. Oh, God, yes. We need it. We so need it. It has been a week. A week of... This one didn't even make a little... It did not. It's so sad. It didn't make a delightful poop. It well, has a good sound. Poop. Poop. I, poop. I, I don't know how to do it, guys. Whatever. There All right, go. Liz, go ahead and sample. has a nice smell to it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Oh, that is good. Yeah. A nice little... Oh, it's got a good bouquet. You're mm -hmm. right. Oh, mm. bouquet. I know, right? Look at so, you. So... Are you are you reading up on like wine? Oh God, not at all. No, oh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> that made me really excited for a minute there. I was like, what material? Where can I find this? Because so, I've been googling. But you go ahead. We should do the like Vinicolette and do. Do they do like so wine education? Right, wine education, wine occasion. There's actually one that's even closer. Mm? And then there's a really good one. Oh, that is good. Right? Mm. It's tasty, and it doesn't yes. it doesn't have a strong alcohol taste to it, no, which is it's nice. Yummy. It's and it doesn't nice. have any funky flavors. It's mm -mm. just wine. Unlike that debacle freaking watermelon. watermelon. I couldn't that even get it out. Never, I'm like, Bleh. that will never, ever die. <laughs> so, um, no, what happened is, um, for our listeners who might be interested, I do have the other one, Shiloh Instagram page, where I post just random ass shit of my own. And um, Carrie commented <laughs> that we needed to grow up a little bit and drink some adult wine. <laughs> what? She okay. Said it, she said so, it a lot more nicely than that, but basically Carrie, she was like, Shy, come on. <laughs> Carrie, I'm right there with you, but Shiloh does not drink adult wine. I don't. I really she don't. She does not. Like, I'm all about the wines that are real wines, and Shiloh's just like, give me that $5.99 bottle. <laughs> no, give me, give me the wine that tastes like candy, because that's yes. what I want. I'm yeah. not, I'm not hard with my wine. I'm not. But look at this is a muscadine. There's like no funky flavors or anything. So I'm calling this progress. I would not call this progress. Um, I well, would have, the send me nudes bought that, that wine. Yeah. That was real wine. Nah, it was okay. 
Well, that's because you're not a wine person. Exactly. That was a real... That 19 Crimes one was a real wine, yes. too, and we couldn't even finish that shit. So, 19 Crimes... We could yes. not just me. Yeah, because that one was a very dry red wine. It and was a hard bitch. It really was. And and not only that, but I feel like that would have gone well with, like, dinner. Like, you needed a meat with yeah, that wine. Yeah, it was not a day-drinking wine. Right. That's what... I mean, we're kind of bound by the fact that we are day-drinking. Amen. Like, we're not eating dinner and... No. We're not at a wine social. No, we're not spitting like, this into a little. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> and then spitting it out. <laughs> I don't know that that's going to sound right on the. On the oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Spit, right? <laughs> Apparently. Stunned silence here. <laughs> And that's only like three sips in, guys. Just wait. Oh, no. <laughs> I had a lay lunch, but it was still a while ago. I had two cheese sticks. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've, we're in trouble. <laughs> With 10% and two cheese sticks, you can't go wrong. Right? I'm thinking. Cheese and wine. It's a great pairing. And I had some pecans. It's a classic for a reason. Pecans. I did. I had some pecans. I love calling them pecans. People up here... Try to tell me they're, they're pecans. No. They are not pecans. They are pecans, people. Uh, I pecans. think I always, we called them pecans. Yeah, pecans. And we split the difference. No, not pecans. 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 No, they're pecans. They're not pecans. You're they're pecans. You're I kind of, pecans. I kind of, I married the two. Pecans and pecans. <laughs> pecans. Pecans. No, they're pecans. Yeah, no, they're pecans. I'm from Florida. Okay, we're so close to Georgia. We got the right. We got the right pronunciation there. Nope. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> so apparently we watched a movie. Um, video game themed this yes. whole month. That um, honestly, so little history on Prince of Persia: Sands of Time, 1989. It was a computer game first okay. and foremost. Yeah. Then they remade it, uh, 2003. And um, it was actually a really successful game, so successful that they turned it into this movie. Um, watching the movie, and I watched the movie with my husband who played the game. I did not play this game because it is not my genre of games. You sure, sure. Should we cut you off already? <laughs> already? I haven't even finished my first glass. I know, you're over here hiccuping. I can't. Sometimes a hiccup <laughs> happens. It's just life. Uh, my diaphragm finds a way a little spasm <laughs> <laughs> if only you were jeff goldblum okay right oh, oh my god oh okay i'm sorry but jeff goldblum is like a fine He's wine delicious. he has like oh He's aging glorious. beautifully oh, I, love him. I love his i love his little mini series have you mm-hmm. been watching it life the according, according yes whatever yes not. oh it's fantastic you would absolutely love it yeah it uh two would. seasons right now disney plus it is fantastic if you get a moment definitely spend the 20 minutes an episode to watch it you learn a lot and it has jeff goldblum he's, he's fantastic delightful. I love him. I do too. I would love to meet him. He seems like such a like a down to earth kind of guy. Like like he would hug you and be like, yeah. Oh, I would have love a, to be hugged by Jeff Goldblum. Have a barbecue with me. Like I feel like okay. he would be that kind of guy. Yes, I will. Thank you for asking. Right, right. I would totally. And his dog is adorable. Aww. Adorable. Anywho, um, <laughs> digression. Digression. So, 
Where was I? I did not play were, this. Yeah, you didn't play it. I, I can remember hearing about it. I never played it either, but I remember it was a big deal so back in the day. I watched this movie with my husband, who did play the game, because he loves video games, and this would be the type of game that he would have explored, which I was correct, he did play. And so I got his feedback on how close it was to the video game, and he basically just told me... Um, you know, the only real thing that was there was the fact that it was called Prince of Persia, where it's located, the dagger, and all the wall jumps and the crazy little yeah. stunts. Those yeah. are all integrated into the game. So right. clearly they took those aspects of it. The story is similar, so they kept that to it, and they just kind of elaborated I on mean, it. I mean, they kind of have to. You know, yeah. there was another, I can't think of what it was now, but there was something else that I literally had that same thought. was like, well, well they had to, not Prince of Persia, but another movie that was based on Tomb Raiders is like that kind of because yeah. the whole Laura Croft thing like yeah. I mean the base story is there <laughs> yes and they, they did give her some monstrous <laughs> tits um but that, that's for the fanboys um I mean I appreciate them too I mean they're nice tits or nice tits it's regardless. true it's true gotta appreciate a firm titty but I don't feel like um god now I can't think of her name big lips Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. I don't think that that was, like, the best role for her. Like, I loved her in um, Hackers. I mm -hmm. felt like she did a fantastic job in Hackers. I, I loved her in a lot of movies, but I don't know that, you know, Laura really Croft liked, was, her, I liked Tomb was her jam. I thought it was fun. I liked it. It Daniel was a Craig fun was movie. In it. Like, yes. Mm. Nice. The whole reason you watched. Mm, I mean, you know, it was a nice little <laughs> treat. Honestly, I watched for Angelina Jolie. She's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. She's gorge. Gorge. It cracks me up, though, because they actually had to do padding for her to give her the Laura Croft boobs, which well, I found hilarious. They would have had to do that for anybody. Well endowed anyway. They would have had to do that for anybody because yeah. when you think yeah, of these video ridiculous. games, the, how they render these girls in video games, I mean, think about anime. Like, well, literally. Any, yeah, any like, cartoon, anime, whatever. They're yes, all like, They're all rendered ridiculous. to be well endowed and like yeah. teeny tiny. Like, <laughs> teeny they've got like itty bitty ways. Yes. And yep. bigger than life breasts, like, mm -hmm. ugh. 36, goodness. 24, 36. Well, look at no. Lady Death. Her tits are literally bigger than her head. I know. Literally I bigger than her head. I have head. this beautiful, like, globe in the snow back. Globe. It's a snow globe. It's a snow globe. It's fantastic. And it has Lady Death and... Yeah. She does. She has massive tits. Look I her up Lady if you're Death. not familiar with Lady Death. Oh, I have all of the lingerie collection. Oh, my God. I do. You're it's, ridiculous. It's the comic book series, and it's Lady <laughs> Death lingerie collection. Oh and they came God. in, like, there were, like, eight different books, and there were different foils. And, I mean, I collected them. Die hard. Love it. <laughs> Evil Ernie, Lady Death for life. Um, there you go. And there you go. I digress. Back to the movie. Yeah. Um, okay. So 2010, they created Prince of Persia: Sands of Time, and here we are today discussing it. Discussing it. Um, quite frankly, I believe that it was whitewashed to hell. But I think that you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> like I even googled. I was like. <laughs> Like, what does this look like? Is this cultural <laughs> appropriation? What is this? Yeah. What, do, what do we call I this? I guilty watching this movie. <laughs> Seriously, though, because, no, I, I mean, mean, 
Yeah, it happens all the time. Like Jake, it does. It's getting better though. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal is not no what Mm-mm. Persian, Egyptian, any nope. sort of Middle Eastern anything. His blue eyes and English yeah. accent in the movie yeah. would yeah. say I otherwise. I wrote that down. I said, "Love how all of the Persians have British accents." <laughs> But, and know, even the ben princess. Isn't it? You know? Yeah, Gemma. Uh-huh. I forget her last name, Gemma. She's lovely. She was beautiful in this yeah, movie. I think um, she's just a stunning woman. And the way that they presented her, mm. it was a very natural look. Mm-hmm. I loved the makeup that they did for her. Um, they gave her kind of like this glow. Mm-hmm. And she just. It's to make her look more Middle Eastern. <laughs> See? <laughs> Again. <laughs> Fake tan to make her look Middle Eastern. But she looked beautiful. Yes. I mean, and yeah. her costume selection, everything. I loved um, that whole scene where she's, like, laying down in front of the shrine and her beautiful white dress is just laid out and it's Perfectly gorgeous. Around yes. Her, yeah. Like, I she loved that, that scene. Her, yeah. Right. Yep, I yep. felt like it was just, it was beautifully done. Um so we start off in the movie, you see a young boy who, it's very Aladdin. Okay, I thought about right? that. Like, multiple times yes. in this movie, I was like, yes. oh, wow, this is totally, when are they going to start right. singing? One <laughs> step, <laughs> for the head. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh my god! god. <laughs> I literally, Robin Williams, where in, are you? Okay, so that opening scene is 100% a ripoff of Aladdin, uh-huh. okay, and I guess it's Disney, so they were totally allowed to do it. So right. let's 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 break that down a little bit. Literally, thief of a child defending somebody else, mm-hmm. which, chased by the guards, right. noticed by the sultan. Right. I, although I guess in Aladdin, it's like the. But that's where the differences are. Right. Is that like they kind of like cut it right off. Like yeah. it's not Aladdin and Jasmine. He's not protecting Jasmine. He's protecting this other boy. You yeah. know. And um, still, he runs and goes through and jumps over the buildings. Yeah, and I'm like, he's like jumping this over is the fucking buildings. Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, it's straight. There was multiple times where I was like, oh. right, like where he ends up with all of the harem. Yes, and he's like, oh, I right, know. Yeah. I said, where is the big fat one that <laughs> yes. looks like a man? Where's Where's she gonna come out? Like, <laughs> where's oh, the madam? Let it hit the bottom. <laughs> if he had parents. <laughs> I'd say blame his parents, but he doesn't got them. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta eat to live, gotta steal to eat. Tell y'all about it when I got the time. (laughs) (laughs) So here's a fun digression. When, uh, you know, we're going to just digress further because we've already digressed. I fucking love it. I'm already obsessed with this episode. (laughs) So my brother is 10 years older than me. And he had his daughter when I was in high school. And she was probably maybe like 18 months old. They were living with us at the time. Okay. Um, because they were, you know, everybody was in school. Yeah. Nobody had a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. So when I was dating Jeremy, my niece lived with us. And she was like 18 months old and she had the hugest crush on Jeremy. It was at 18 months. Adorable. Yes. <laughs> she would follow him around and she'd like, you know, just come in like look at it. But she called him Aladdin. Oh. Yes. So that movie always has a soft spot for me because 
He's your Aladdin. Yeah. Aww. And also, we had this little toy that came in, like, a Happy Meal or something that was, yeah. like, a little box that was Aladdin-themed, and that's where he kept the condoms, so. <laughs> <laughs> we called them Abu's Jewels. Abu's on the Jewels? Oh, was on the box. no. <laughs> Yep. Uh, well, at least you were using condoms. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm proud of me too. Uh, but yes, it was very similar. Yes. Extremely. To like there were a lot of places. Um, the other place that I felt it looked like Aladdin was that whole sand scene where he's like falling in. Mm-hmm. Like yes. I was just like, where's the lava? Where is yeah. carpet? Where is Abu? You know? Right. Yeah. Where's the big tiger gateway? You're like, right. Yeah. Exactly. It's definitely there. So there's a lot of things that are parallel mm-hmm. in that universe. I so. Um But I will say that it did also feel very video gamey. Yes. You know, with, yeah. with the kind of, you know, jumping Jumps over the roofs and, and swinging on mm-hmm. the, the beams and, like, all of that kind of stuff. I was like, yeah, I can totally see where you had to, like, jump from beam to beam and then he, like, swung from the last one. Yes. I was like, I can totally see this as a part in the video game that would drive me nuts because I would consistently miss when that last jump. When he is... Um, climbing up the wall that guards the, the whole kingdom mm-hmm. with the arrows shooting at him yes, like that. Yes, That's yeah, where that I thought. Whole, yeah. I immediately asked Tony, when I was like, is like, that part of the game? And he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like, like it though. feels like yeah, a video game. Yeah, it totally game. does. And where he's like kind of parkouring to get over yes. to open the gate and you can see him like, you know, looking at the different things. And I'm like, okay, this would be a puzzle in the game where you got to figure out how to open the gate. Well, Tony did say that the, the game was very puzzle oriented. He mm-hmm. said, you could number one the sands of time was a thing in the game where you could you know pause rewind and then you could also you you did puzzles to be able to change the future oh okay that's cool that's how you were like if you didn't complete the puzzle then you weren't able to go back and Ah, correct yourself gotcha so they they didn't make it too easy for for gamers to you know erase their mistakes or a mulligan or whatever you want to call it <laughs> um so there was that and then he did say that the running on walls was extremely important in the game you did a lot of that you you yeah. ran across like whole corridors sure yeah of course yeah I liked that scene where they're trying to get in before they start shooting the arrows, where they've got that big pole, and he's literally got the pole on his shoulder, and he's, like, running up the wall, and they're, like, kind of pushing him up the wall. That was pretty cool. It was. I was like, that's neat. And then the arrows start coming. Yeah. So been drinking? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because the one archer misses a shot. Exactly. Um, so that we've we've skipped forward a little bit. Originally, you know, there's the same, there's a similar scene, the Aladdin scene where he's running from the guards and the, the Sultan wa- or the king, the king of Persia, is riding through with his brother, um, and they come you know, upon a fight. Yes, where, where this little kid who's been accused of I don't something know he what. bumped into he, he another ran in like front a nobleman, right? Like the horse through the nobleman. Right. So they're going to kill this kid. They're beating the shit out of this little kid and so another kid who turns Dest- out to be Dastin? Uh-huh. Dastin. Dastin um throws an apple at the guard and hits him in the head. So the guards go after him. There's the whole Aladdin chase and the Sultan sees all, or the king sees all this and is like... And just as they're about to cut Dastin's arm off, which that's when the king says, like, 
just stop. basically stop. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny because he's saying, in the name of the king, as he's pulling yeah. his blade back, and the king's like, um, Hold no, up. sir. <laughs> no, sir. And so he puts the he puts a little Dastin on the back of the horse and brings him to the kingdom, and he becomes Prince Dastin. Yep. Because he's... Third son of the sultan. Right. And he is the son that will never inherit the crown. Right. And that's the son that he wants, because he doesn't want a son that's going to you know, want his throne. He just wants a kid. He just wants, you know, them not to... He has to already raise one kid as a potential king, and then the other kid will take over if that king doesn't live. And then, you know... He's got the heir and the spare, and now he's just got this kid that has a good heart and he thinks could do great things. Right. So, yeah. So then you fast forward 15 years exactly is how far it goes in, and you see that, you know, Dastin is older, and he's clearly, you know... He's probably like 25 or so, as I was guessing. He's he's still kind of... Yeah. I was thinking younger than that. Well, 15 years, but you gotta figure, when you see him, he was like... Yeah, he was like at least 10 to 12. Yeah. So... Estimated between 25 and 27. So mid to late 20s. Yeah. And he's, you know, clearly still the same person. He's, you know, rallying around with, you know, the troops and he's having a good time. Whereas his two older brothers are, you know, setting their sights on this kingdom and they're preparing to go into battle and they want to, you know, get this war council together. And Dastin is nowhere to be seen. And that's where you see him as an adult. And he's kind of egging on this other guy, and they're fighting. they're fighting. They're having a friendly battle. Yeah. (laughs) Him and one of the soldiers. Which, I love that your first glimpse of of Jake Gyllenhaal is is that he's shirtless. Yes. That didn't hurt my feelings at all. No. I was totally okay with that. No, he, and I think he did a really great job in this role. I felt Mm -hmm. like, um, even though it was whitewashed, uh, I felt like the role was, was right for him. I think he did a great job playing this you know, kind of um, black sheep prince who isn't really, I mean. But who's just honestly just, he's a good guy. Yeah. Like he's, he's nice. He's sweet. It's true. He does, he tries to do the right thing. Exactly. And that's, you know. That's what you want. Yeah. He did a great job with that. And um, he's always got, Jake Gyllenhaal's, he's always got that kind of little, he does that little smile. Yeah. It's like just the corners of his mouth. It's kind of that sweet little kind of mischievous yes like yes little grin which it's true it does it does something to me in my nether regions yeah it -hmm. it pulls on the heartstrings and a little bit the heartstrings with quotation (laughs) the heart and the hoo-ha strings (laughs) (laughs) yes yes the hoo-ha strings can't forget them they're the main driving force in my world (laughs) essential absolutely yes Mm. so yes so they're attacking the city alamut alamut um, I just watched this movie two two hours ago. Me You'd too. Think I could remember the fucking Me names, too. but no, I've got them written down and I'm mispronouncing them. I'm sure. I mean, they're not meant to be. Almut, yeah. I think is how you say that. Um, so they're attacking this city, which is a holy city, but there's supposedly they're making weapons, weapons. for people who are against the Persians, and so naturally, you know, the uncle to these three boys is saying yes and he's like no 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 they here are the weapons and here's a letter of order from this person and we have got to do something we've got to find these weapons and take this city for ourselves and yes so they go through and um 
Dastin says, let me go first and I'll go in and I'll do this. And the other two brothers are like, no, 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 no. I get <laughs> first off, kill. I get first Back kill. Back off, little bro. So you see this whole scene where, you know, the two older brothers are at the front gates and they're just, you know, doing a full on attack, but nobody's getting through. And then that's when you see the princess for the first time. And she is being explained, oh, they're at the gates. The Persians are at the gates. We're going to, you know, we need to, you know, just do something and she's like well i'm going to what'd she say the top tower or the something high, the high the tower high something the high yeah. temple the high tower yeah something like and that. so she goes she needs to pray right and he's like but they're not gonna break the walls nobody's, nobody's broken, broken a wall in for in a, thousand a thousand years, years. yeah she's like well times change i'm out exactly <laughs> and then she starts you know giving orders for things to be moved underground and out of sight and you're you're kind of getting the idea that she knows something that we don't know right and i mean at least that's how i felt i felt like maybe she had a premonition or was told that you know this is the time that she had been preparing for her whole life because she kind of she feels like a very important person there's no king right it's She's just a her. Princess, yeah. Right. Like you don't see any remnants of king queen. It's just princess. Right. And um so she's got to go pray. And then you go to Dastin. It forwards over to Dastin and he is in the shadows off to the side watching his brothers attack the front of the castle and He's just with this, like, little motley crew, and he mm-hmm. he's like, we're going to go from the side here. We're going to take gonna... the side gate. Everybody's focused on the front. We're going to the side. Right. So then that's where Shiloh was talking about that scene where he's on this large plank, and they're kind of propelling him up the side of the wall. Yeah. He's kind of, like, running up the wall, holding on to this right. pole, and they're, like, pushing him up the wall. And then he gets to a certain point and they start shooting the arrows into the wall. So he's like grabbing these arrows and jimmying his way up the wall. Yes. Which, again, it felt very video gamey to me. Yeah, that was really great. And then he gets over the wall. Then he throws down some ropes. He's, you know, encounters some bad guys. Of course. Takes care of those. They're not bad guys. They're just guys that are trying to protect their city. Correct. They're doing their job. Correct. So then he finally makes it over. And then that's where, you know, he is. I mean, he's successful. The The walls come down. He lets the other people through. And that's where he runs into somebody who is holding this red pouch. And it falls to the floor. And he yeah, they knocks the guy out. Yeah. They have a fight. And then he goes and he grabs the pouch. And it has this beautiful dagger it inside. It is a gorgeous dagger. It really is. It's, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Pretty. So pretty. It's got like a crystal handle. And it's kind of a swoopy looking dagger. With like a ruby on top. Yeah, and it's got writing in it. Really pretty. So he grabs that. Spoils of war. Yes. And he takes it and puts it in his, you know, in his pants. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. In in his waistband. In his waistband. (laughs) He does not put it in his Shoves it by his dick. He's like... (laughs) Yikes. I'm like, rub off on this later. Is that a dagger in your pants? <laughs> are you just, just happy, happy to, to see me? me? <laughs> it's a dagger, and I think I'm I'm bleeding pretty heavily at this point. <laughs> I think I may have been castrated. <laughs> Self-castration. Yes. Ouch. That's a thing. People do that. 
you know, I saw a thing where, like, this guy had put, like, rubber bands around it and, like, was hoping that it would be, like, you know, what they do with dogs and, like, hoping that it would just kind of fall off after you just, like, like, gilding a cat or something. Yes, yes. So, like, literally, he had just, like, continually, like, wrapped the rubber band every day, getting tighter and tighter. On his dick or on his balls? On his dick. Oh. Yes. That's not a good idea. That'll work for a skin tag that doesn't work so much for an entire appendage. Right. So... Did he die? No, he had to go to the hospital because his body essentially, like, was trying to, like, swallow the rubber band. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, though. That's, like, a whole... I know. I wish I could have found pictures because I would have loved to have seen what that looked like. Like, just morbid curiosity on my part. Like... (laughs) What does your damaged body part look like now? Like, literally. And, like, I mean, it's the same thing with, you know, I mean, I had to watch. You remember, obviously, Bobbitt. Yes. Lorena Bobbitt. And the chop that was heard around the world. For real. And, like, literally, more recently, they had this whole documentary on HBO that they put out and I totally watched it and it was just called Lorena. It was great because mm-hmm. um, you got to hear her side of it and he was in it too. Like it's very rare that you, you get both yeah, people both participating. But then you know how like right afterwards he did all that porn and yeah. everything like to that. To prove it was so functional. Right. And so literally I, you know, here I am. I'm like Googling all these Im- images and you know, they do show some of it in the documentary because it's HBO. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. They show everything. Sure. And I I was amazed at, you know, what a great job that doctor did for John Bobbitt. But yeah. at the same time, I'm, I'm still kind of, like, in shock that she cut his fucking dick off. Well, you know. And, <laughs> I'm and, not in shock she, she wanted to do that. Yeah. But I'm shocked that she just, like, went through the whole motions and right. actually cut did it, it off. Well, okay, so I'm going to tell it's you. It's a meaty piece. Like, like you're going to have to, like. Yeah, you're going to. But there's no bones or anything in it, and there's not really any muscle or anything. So think about probably would think have about been fairly cutting easy through to just like chop. a fat piece of meat. Just chop. I'm talking about something with like a Get lot of out of cleaver. Well, yeah, but I mean, she didn't use a cleaver. Oh, she should have done. Did she use a steak knife? Because it was ouch. it was not a steak knife. It was like one of the bread knives. It had oh, it still had the yeah yeah ouchy yeah. So here's my thought. Back in the day when all of this happened, and I don't know, I didn't watch the documentary, so I don't really know the ins and outs of it, but what I heard about it on the news was that she was abused, and that's why she did it. Right. So my thinking back then, and I don't know, it may still be because I don't know the whole story, but like if she was abused and she chopped his dick off, instead of throwing it out the window, she should have put it in a fucking blender. Right. Then they couldn't reattach it. Right. I'm amazed that she told them where it was. I think that that was just really funny because they interviewed the cop that, like, had to bag it. <laughs> and the cop was like, we had a lot of dirt and grass pieces on it. And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> you found that shit in the tall grass. <laughs> That's amazing. So back yeah, to the know. movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So he puts the dagger in his waistband, not in his pants, <laughs> in which his he pants. did not cut off his dick, and that's how we spiraled into Lorena Bobbitt. <laughs> um, and dismembered and mutilated penis. 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 You know what? Penis. I think it's actually penises, but I like penis better. Penis. Mm-hmm. Makes it more tentacle-like. <laughs> Which is a whole nother digression. Anyway, so... I'm ready to dive into that digression. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, yeah, then his oldest brother, Tuss... 
uh-huh, Tusk comes by and yeah. is like, you know, we're going to celebrate. You know, this is great news. Dad's on his way. And Oh, by you the know, way, you owe me some homage. Uh, give me the dagger. And his and uncle like, I'll says. I'll have this. And his uncle, Nazim, is there, who is played beautifully, of course, by Ben Kingsley. He does a lot of really good roles like that. I feel yes. like that is. There is a comment that I made further in that we will talk about. Yes. He but does yeah. a good job. I that, like the him. bald head and the eyeliner with him. It's a it's look that really works, right? Like that's not my usual style, but right. It's like, mm, I know. I'm I right there with you. That. I'm I'm okay. Like I like bald head. I think it takes a certain person to pull off bald head. Mm-hmm. But you're right. That bald head and the eyeliner on that's him. A good look for him. I mean, it really is. He has just that really with the little goatee that he's got. Right. Like mm. right. Yeah. That's right. a package that gets me in an unusual way, because that's not what I would expect to be pull like on oh. your quote unquote heart hoo-ha? strings. <laughs> <laughs> My hoo-ha strings. Yeah, but Jai Jai strings. Definitely, I'm like, huh? I wonder if Jeremy would wear some eyeliner. <laughs> I would never ask him, him in to a bald shave his cap. Head. No, no. You know, you don't We're have not to shave the head. Far. You just put him in a bald no, cap. No, we won't go that far. But maybe a little guy liner. A little guy liner. Yeah, maybe. He would never. He's like, no, no. Even back in our experimental days, he wouldn't do that. I used to be really proud because I could make guys wear skirts because I love a guy in a skirt. Like, I feel oh, like Oh, Jeremy in his kilt. Oh. <laughs> Put on a fucking <laughs> skirt and twirl for me, baby. Oh, Sometimes my God. Sometimes he puts on his kilt. He's got a utila <sighs> kilt. I love and, those utila kilts. They like are my other sexy. weird hang-up is when he wears a sweater vest. You know? Okay. Uh, so okay. sometimes he wears a kilt and a sweater vest, and I'm like, just fucking cancel got, your plans. Get I in got here. goosebumps because right? those two, that combination, <sighs> I, I know why we're friends. Um, <laughs> Babe. Um, no. <laughs> go ahead and put on your kilt and sweater <laughs> vest before I get home, please. Thank you. <laughs> yes. F plans for the evening. <laughs> a sweater vest does something for me, too, and I feel like it has to be the right kind of sweater vest. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. You know, it's... I like the cable knit. I like I like the knit texture in general, mm-hmm. and I do like you know that nice top underneath. Oh, you sure. got it. You got it. Got to pull the whole yeah. you know button down. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I need that. I need that yeah. whole thing. When he was a teacher, he would wear sweater vests in the winter, and it was always a little bit of a problem for me. <laughs> so I'm like, mm, you're gonna be late to class. I gotta let you go to school now, don't I? <laughs> We are in rare form tonight. For real. It's been a week. And (laughs) this movie was great, but it's really hard to describe. And I feel like, you know, our normal tactics of just kind of like describing and walking through the film, they don't work with this because it's a very visual film. And I feel like if we did that, we wouldn't do it justice. Right. I, I mean, at this point in the movie... We're just kind of getting to know the people. Yeah. And you're not even all the way there. You're like 25% in and, you know, you're kind of getting to know that Dastin is the main character, um, that his two brothers are, one is more, I would say, of a, like, an army person and the other one is, you know, definitely the ruler. Yes. And then his uncle, you definitely feel like him and his uncle have a bond together, which is really nice because Mm -hmm. you know that Dastin is kind of an orphan that they just took in and adopted. Um, So you can see where he has been accepted into the family and he is treated as, you know, 
their brothers and yeah. that's definitely his uncle and you know you can see that the relationships feel genuine and it's nice yeah so they're celebrating and his brother says you know oh by the way dad is coming um did you pick up a gift for dad to welcome him and to you know share in this you know conquer? yeah and, and of course when Tuss, the oldest brother, goes to find Dastin. He is, again, fucking around with the troops. Right. Trying to run up a wall. Yes. And he falls off. <laughs> and, and he he's falls like, off. He's like, oh, the, the third, third step. One. Yeah, the, the third step is the problem. <laughs> yeah. And um, so his brother's like, oh, yeah, you know, you need a gift for dad. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get that later. I'll get that later. And his brother, Tuss, says, no, no, no. I, I figured you hadn't gotten one yet. So here, give him this beautiful cloak it it's a, is it's the head priest's prayer robe or something right, like that of yeah. the city so it's it's a great honor to have it and dad's gonna love it right so moving forward then um and also tuss wants to marry the yeah, princess princess tamina right because yeah, tamina is like actually gorgeous yeah they're like We've heard a lot about the beauty of this princess. Let's go see if it's true. And right. then he's like, oh, this is one case where the stories were not exaggerated. Why don't you marry me and we'll uh, forge an alliance between our two kingdoms? And she's like, over my dead body. Yeah. And he's like, okay, that can be arranged. Yeah. So, yeah. Then she sees the dagger in Dastin's waistband and yes. she's like, fine, you know what? Yeah, let's do this. Let's talk about this right. further. Yes. So she's... Clearly plotting. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's a big plotter. She's she funny. Is. I liked her. Um, so, yeah. So then the king comes and... Dastin um, presents his gift. Yeah. And where is Tuss? He's not Tuss there. Tuss isn't there. He is still... Um, I believe he's with the troops and they're searching for Oh, the that's armories. right. They're trying to find the forges. The yes, forges, the, Where yes. the weapons are supposedly made. Right. So, yeah, the king's there. Dastin goes to visit the king. He's like, oh, you know, I got you this beautiful robe, blah, blah, blah. The king's like, oh, you deserve something in return. What What is your boon? And and Dastin, being the good brother, is like, oh, my boon is that you go ahead and let Tuss marry uh, to me, to me here. Tamina. Tamina. Tamina, sorry. And then his dad's like, nah, Tuss Tuss has already got got a bunch of wives. She doesn't need any more. You should marry her. And And then Dastin's like, uh. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when his dad's like, you know, so quick to go into battle, but you present him with marriage and he's afraid. He's like in fear. Yeah. He's quiet. Powers in fear. fear. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's a wise man. Yep. (laughs) And then, and then the dad when, starts smoking. Yes. And the king starts smoking. Literally. Like he is in fuego. in fuego. <laughs> like the smoke is coming off of his body at this point, And he starts like, ooh. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Apparently the prayer robe has been poisoned. Right. And it kills him. Which I'm kind of like, um, so. And, and they it can't almost get it off looked him like, for some reason. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, wait. It almost looked like it fused together because there was like. By the time, okay, when he first puts it on, it's kind of open yeah, in the front like a, a little bit. Yeah, it's like a regular cloak. Right, So yeah. it's tied up at the top, and then it kind of flows around him. Right. But by the end, yeah, it has almost, like, sealed. It's, like, sealed it's all, all the way, way down. down. Like, he's yeah. in some sort of sack or something. Which is, like, it doesn't make any sense. No, it didn't. And then he ends up just dying, and he's like, why, why, Dustin, why? And then, 
yeah. And Dastin's like, what the fuck? I didn't kill him. Yeah. So, of course, immediately the younger brother, what's his name? Dastov, Gastov, I don't know, remember. I, I think it remember. starts with a D. Does it? Let me look. Let me look and see. But, yeah, the, the, everybody is, like, upset because now they're, they think that, you know, somebody yells out, oh, it's the cloak that. Garcive. 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 Um, yeah, it's the cloak that Dustin, Dustin gave to the Dustin. king. He did it. <laughs> Let's I just whitewash this this some more. <laughs> like, it's Dustin and Tyrone <laughs> and. Oh, no, it's <laughs> Dustin and Gus. <laughs> D- no, let's do, um. And Tyler. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Dustin. It's the robe that Dustin gave to the king. Like, he did it. He killed him. And Dustin, of course, is like, what the fuck? I didn't so then, kill him. I didn't yeah, kill everybody's father. Everybody's coming after Dustin, and the princess is like, come with me. Let's go. Get out of here. So they run off. It was a very Arnold Schwarzenegger moment. Come with me if you want to live. Basically, like, she's yeah. at the window, and he's like, all right, I guess so. And they jump down into this, you know, fountain, and... You know, here I am amazed because she's in this white gown. Right. And one scene, it's soaking wet. Right. And, and the, the next, next scene, scene she's totally dry. dry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I completely noticed that as well. But she's got this massive corset on as well, yeah. which is beautiful. Yes. But um, it would have been really hard to try and act in a wet corset. So I'm I mean, glad they got her out of that continuity be damned. Right. But yes. Yes. Maybe a better choice of wardrobe i don't know yeah. anywho i was like waiting for a full-on nip there with the white in right the water. i thought like, the same oh. thing i was like <laughs> she would be basically naked at those yes point. yes she and would she no she wasn't so yes yeah. so then they ride off to they escape out of the city and they're like so that's when he first, that's when he learns about the dagger because well, she yeah. starts to argue she's, with him, but well, she's, she's not really arguing with she's him. She's trying to seduce him. Right. And then they start fighting and then that's when he pushes down on the ruby part of the dagger. Yes, quite and, inadvertently. He doesn't know what it's going to do. Right. And then he kind of rewinds yeah. in time and he's like shocked and he looks. He's like, did you see that? Yeah, and she's like, see what? And then that's when she goes for the kiss again, and then she grabs the knife, and he's like, so help me, if you grab that, if you try to swing that at me again. If you grab that sword again, I'm going to break your arm. And she's like, what do you mean, again? Yeah, and then she swipes at him again, and she actually cuts his chest this time, and so then he hits the dagger again, rewinds, and then that's when. That's when when he says, I'm going to break your arm. Yeah, it's like the third time it happens. And then, so she's like, oh my god, you've used all the sand in the dagger. And that's when she kind of explains that the sands of time are located in the dagger. Yeah. And, and the dagger. You can use the dagger. It's basically like a rewind button, honestly. But it only goes back one, one minute. One minute, yep. So that is kind of the restriction. So then she, ultimately you end up finding out that she is the guardian of the dagger of and the, the dagger in the time. sands, yeah. Which really, the dagger is honestly more like a key yes. to get to the sands of time. But um, that's when he figures out that you know somebody thinks, wanted the dagger to go yeah, back. Well, he thinks it's Tuss. Yes, because he's like, well, Tuss said he wanted the dagger, and Uncle kept me from getting it, and then you know, Tuss gave me the robe that killed Dad, so yes. Tuss must be the traitor because he wants the power. And he's like, oh, I gotta get to the funeral, his dad's funeral. And talk funeral, to my uncle. And talk to uncle. Um, so that's where they're headed, uh, and they're going to go through the Valley of the Slaves. 
Which I thought was great. I, I, I fucking loved, loved the comic relief. Yes. Of the whole of, of Sheikamar and the Valley of the Slaves. And Sheik was fantastic. That character. Alfred Molina. So good. I could have done more like, with that so character. Good. Yes. I yes. mean, I feel like that movie should have been based yeah, around that have, character. We should have like, had a whole spin-off movie right. just of Shikamar and like his disdain for and he's like such his a love for ostriches. ostriches he's like, yeah. did you know ostriches have suicidal tendencies? Yes. <laughs> Later. Which by the way, that was not a female ostrich, that was a male ostrich. Just FYI. It was hilarious though. He's like, yeah. I can't leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> She'll do something her. stupid. Yes. But that's later. So yeah, so the Valley of Slaves, you know, it's it's portrayed as this god awful, you know, forsaken place. But when they get there, it's really like a, a city, and they're like, yeah, we're just hiding out so we don't have to pay taxes. <laughs> basically, and it. he's like, oh, what about the skeletons? He's like, oh, I got that off a of gypsy. I got that I'm off just a gypsy guy. Like, yeah, it's just stage dressing. But they have ostrich races, and there's, like, a whole gambling enterprise, and it's, like, a whole thing. And he's got a guy that his, is his partner who is, like, from a tribe that Ciso. throws. Yeah. What's the tribe's name? Because he says it multiple times. Remember. He's like, have I told you about blah, blah, blah. Tribe. Like, yes. Yes, yeah. you have. <laughs> who specializes they're in knives knife throwing. throwing. They're amazing. Yeah. Yes. And they are. And it's hilarious because when he throws down the first knife in between um, Daston's legs, it has this carving on the hilt. Is that the yeah, hilt? Yeah, the hilt. The hilt. Um, and it's the face of the man who threw the dagger. And it's hilarious because he looks down at the dagger and he sees this carved face. And, and then, then he, he looks, looks up and, and then it's the guy. <laughs> it is pretty funny. I was like, oh. Okay. Yes. So I, I felt like um, the movie did have a lot of really good comic relief. I loved, yeah. loved Sheik. Can't rave enough about that he character. He was wonderful. Yeah. He was so good. And I'm glad he came back later in the movie. Because they, yes. they escaped the city. Sheik decides that he's, you know, there's a huge price on your head. I'm stupid right. if I don't t- turn you in. Correct. And so, you know, they have to escape the city. And they do. And they do. And so that's when they're, you know, again, headed towards dad's funeral. And that's where he, you know, kind of does more video game flips and tricks. and mm-hmm. Yeah, the up. whole running through the kind of market scene reminded me a lot of Aladdin, um, Aladdin but also <laughs> Jumanji. Like the new Jumanji with the rock because there's a whole scene in the marketplace there where they're like running on the roof Pause. and all of that stuff. What? I have to tell everybody. Oh God, here we go. Shiloh again. has seen Jungle Cruise with The Rock like a million times. I just want you guys and to know. And every time Jeremy gets laid. <laughs> <laughs> so he, when he's tired, true. when he's tired and she's watching it again, I, I, I've, I've heard him say again, <laughs> again, Shiloh, you're watching this again. <laughs> I have not watched that movie actually in several months. At this I just point. watched it like a week ago. Right? And, and Tony I got laid. Thought of you instantly. <laughs> no, he didn't because I like The Rock as a person. And in fact, he has met my mother, which I think is totally cool. Aww. I never met him. But um, I, he's just not my cup of tea. I feel like he would be a really cool guy to, to know, you mm-hmm. know? But I, he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't pull on my uh, hoo ha strings. <laughs> It's that smile. I'm telling you. It's that grin that he does. That little... Oh, I love it. <laughs> anyway, maybe I'll be watching Jungle Cruise tonight. I don't know. We'll see. Jay, babe, get your kilt on. Watch, watch Jungle some Jungle Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. 
Uh, anyway. Yes and no. No. I don't need Jungle Cruise. Just the kilt. Just the kilt. <laughs> I'm just saying. Kilt in your... Easy accent. It's true. Oh, my God. Men so don't understand the the amazingness they of do because they like girls in skirts but they just really don't get how easily it right. can be applied to them as well i know they or more men would be wearing skirts it's true it's true the scottish they mm. know they knew they fucking know mm-hmm. gotta let those boys air, air out I hang mean, free right swinging in the breeze right no sweaty taints in scotland <laughs> oh my god Nothing worse than a sweater. If any of our listeners are Scottish, please confirm or deny that. (laughs) I'd like to know if there are sweaty taints in Scotland. I mean, photographic proof would be okay, too. Oh, Lord. I'm (laughs) I'm good without a dick pic. Um, Or a taint pic. (laughs) Yeah, no taint pic, please. I don't want to see... Nobody needs that. No, I... (laughs) Wrinkly ball sacks and assholes could just... No, just pass. Never mind. Forget I said that. We're digressing way too far here, Shiloh. Stop <laughs> it. Let's get back on course with the so, movie. So, yes, they go to his father's funeral, and they're all disguised, and he manages to slip a note into Uncle Nazim's pocket telling him to meet. So they meet. Turns out Nazim's a traitor and a dirty dick bag, which I wrote in here. I'm like, why is Ben Kingsley always a traitor? Like, because he has time. that, like, he has that, that face that I, you can trust me, but I have something that I'm hiding face. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. It just and then the guy liner doesn't really help him, mm. even though it helps him tremendously. I think it helps a lot. With the hoo-ha strings. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, he's a traitor. Uh, Tamina steals the dagger from Dastin. He's got to go find her. Nazim sends assassins, which I thought was funny, after Dastin, which are basically like assassins with an H. Yes, but they have powers. They're pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know if they have actual powers or the one guy does. The the eyes are like all milkied out, and he's like controlling snakes and shit. That's a power. And I loved his weapon. That whole like long extension, like like, almost like a trident, right? But yeah. it and also there was one that threw like bombs, like fucking claws on the end. Oh no, that was the other guy. He had like they were almost like whips, right? But yeah. they were like metal. They reminded me of like um from uh I don't Mortal know Kombat. Thinking. Yes, Mortal. Kombat. Not Sub Zero, but the other guy. What was his name? I can't think of his name. Get over here! Yeah, that guy. <laughs> it would come out of his hand. Yes, that. What was his name? It's not Kane. Kane it was, was the electricity guy. I know. I know. He was yellow. God, you can tell how much. That's been a long time since I played Mortal good Kombat. Movie, it is. I liked Mortal Kombat. I mean, I started watching the second one and I turned that shit right off. Like, what the fuck? Killed Johnny Kane within like the first 30 seconds of the movie? Are you goddamn kidding me? Bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Scorpion. Scorpion, yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's what it reminded me of with the claws and the and the stabbing and whatnot. But it was pretty cool because he like whipped that thing around and whipped somebody's head right off. That was pretty sweet. Um, so then they they're like going. <laughs> Fuck yeah! This is a really oh! good soundtrack. <laughs> I love the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. Mortal Kombat! 
shit. <laughs> I just flashed back to the 90s. Oh, Tracy Lords like, <sighs> after she was an underage porn star. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. Her music. I liked it. Um, anyway, so <laughs> they decide that they need to go to the sanctuary to hide the dagger because they figure out that um, Nazim's plan is to go back to when him and his brother were younger and he saves his brother, who is the king at this time, from a lion. Yeah, well, he wasn't the king. They were kids. Right, but who's currently the king? Yeah, his brother the king, who at the time was not the king, but almost got killed by a lion and Nazim saves his life. So he's like... I'm going to go back in time and not save his life. And then I'll be the king. Right. But um, using the dagger to do that is going to like end the world, basically. Because it's going too far back. Too far back, and it's going to unleash all of the sands of time, which are like a curse from the gods. Right. And which is where that whole It was like the flood in the Christian religion with sand. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, desert, they don't really have floods. Right, right, right. So, yeah, it was it was like the flood, but with sand to end humanity, and there was a, a savior. And that's a little where, girl, and that's where the guardians of the dagger came from. So they have to go yes. back and hide the dagger there. And I loved that part of the story. I felt like that really kind of gave you some insight and some depth as to why there wasn't really a king and queen of that kingdom. Like, yeah, there's at just that the point. guardian. Right, yeah, and she's not called a guardian. She's called a princess, mm-hmm. probably to protect the fact that she is the guardian. Right. And um, so it all just kind of starts coming together and clicking, but at the same time, you can see that Dastin is falling for her. Yeah. He really likes her. And he's, she's getting a little soft for him, too. She is. They're both, but they haven't done anything yet. There have been a couple of, like, glances kisses, and, yeah, quite. Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, they're going back, and then... You know, she is like, I have to, you know, I have to hide the dagger. Like, the the rocks will take it back. But in order to do this, um, it'll they'll demand a sacrifice. So I'll have to die. And so then they're about to kiss. And then the whippy guy, Scorpion, comes in and, and knocks her I, out. And I liked that character. Yeah. Just because I liked the fact that he had these unique powers. Yeah. I and, mean, whips are always pretty cool. But he's definitely got control Something over the about snakes. Whips. And he's well, got, no, like, the weird... Well, that's a different guy. Is that the snake guy, guy is different than the whip guy. Yeah. Is it? And then there's the bomb guy, and there's the guy with the dirty things. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. there's, like, a because, bunch of different guys yes, that do special things. Yes, because the one guy dies Yeah, because of the dirty guy. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so... Somebody ends up taking the dagger. One of the snakes takes the dagger. Yeah, the snake eats the dagger. Yes. He swallows it. So then they lose the dagger. And Um, Princess is upset. She's like, I had one job. Yes. (laughs) One job. And I didn't. And it was my destiny. And I fucked it up. And he's like, no, you make your own destiny. Exactly. But also, by this time, they have been rejoined by Sheik and company. Yes, which is amazing. That's where that whole ostrich scene comes in, because there was... that scene. Before... Because he's so loving to the ostrich. He, like, pets her, and he's like, this is all that's left. And even though it is, in fact, a male ostrich, not a female... How can you tell? Males are black, females are brown. Oh, okay. It was a male ostrich. Yeah. 
Interesting. I didn't know that. Yep. Now you know. All the males, all of the ostriches that they showed were male, which is interesting, honestly. Yeah. The ones that they were riding were all male. Um, So, yeah. So he's, Sheik is pissed off anyway because, you know, they started a riot to escape from the city and it lasted apparently for two days and all of his ostriches are gone except for this one and she's suicidal <laughs> and he's got to watch her all the time to make sure she doesn't I fucking do something love it. stupid when he's talking about this he's like caressing her neck and then he leans over and gives her a little kiss on the neck and i was just like oh so it made funny. me think of eleanor my dog like she's <laughs> a fucking feral beast but so cute she's adorable. so cute She's not totally feral, but she definitely marches with her little right. little short corgi legs to the beat she of her own drum. She doesn't like to be pet. Like, she's not a normal dog. Like, we call no. her cat dog frequently. She is, yes. Ugh. Because she's very much on her terms. She's right. not the usual. She's not like Teddy, a slave for affection. Right. Rory is very much like, mm, no, it's accurate. until I'm ready. It's accurate. She's, she's Which, against it. Which, good for her. <laughs> she wants it on her terms. <laughs> fucking hot in this house it really is (laughs) i was thinking it was just me but like yeah it's hot i'm burning up i have boob sweat happening like (laughs) is it coming through it's not but it's impressive because there's not even a bra for you to sweat into like i've got boob sweat but i'm wearing a sports bra so yeah i got like the cleavage sweat well i'm i'm nearing my 40s and (laughs) oh i'm well past that the girls are not as perky as they once right, were, yeah, and there's, so there's a there's, pocket. There's room for sweat. There's a pocket, a fold, <laughs> if you will. Let's don't. Oh my god, <coughs> so bad. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. So we kind of delete that. No, 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 no. It's staying. We kind of had this digression between introducing the the podcast and actually starting the podcast. So in between. In between. When that, we weren't recording. Yes. We had this digression oh. about, you know, her not wearing a bra. Plus I'm wearing my shirt the correct way. Yeah, which she usually Shiloh wears so. the same shirt and it's generally on Inside Out, which I find an amazing feat. It is my comfortable shirt, okay? It is comfortable, it's, but, like, it's right side out for once, and I'm really proud of you for that. It's because I just washed it. Good job. <laughs> Good job. I'm not pulling it from the hamper and putting it on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we were discussing, you I'm know. I'm gross. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's the weekend. I wear the same pants on the weekend, like, until they could literally walk off by themselves, and I don't care because they're comfy. But we were discussing not wearing a bra and how, you know, when we're at home and we don't have anywhere to go, thank you, we usually go braless and how, you know, our children are becoming right. an age where they notice that sort of thing. And, you know, my her- son already asked, do you ever wear a bra? Like, right. well, son. Listen. <laughs> yes. And the, the parallel that I drew was like, you know what? Try walking around in your jock strap all day. Right. And then talk to me about wearing a bra. Like for 12 hours. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, we put our bras on like pretty much when you get up out of bed. Well, yeah. You take a shower and get dressed and you right. put on your bra and it's yeah. on until at least until, I mean, my After bra comes dinner. off. Sometimes. My bra comes off the second I get home if I see, don't have anywhere else to go. See, I... Like, literally, I'm slingshotting that motherfucker across the room when I walk in the door. Not me. Not so quite that much, but pretty close. For me, it's more like I get home and then it's like I got, like, this... I've built this list of to-do in my head of what needs to happen the moment I walk through the door. Yep. And so then I'm like, A, B, C, D, done, 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 done. Okay, now... 
9 30 at night okay now i can shower so i'll shower and when i shower that's when my bra comes off well and see, then i don't the put my bra back is, on well for sure it's 9 30 at night why the fuck would you right but the difference is i wear my job requires that when i get home at night my clothes need to come off and go in the wash yes that's like true. i need not be wearing them all yes night. that's true so yeah when my clothes come off my bra goes with right, it and that right. is it we are done see you tomorrow yeah see i don't work with you know patients so i don't need to remove my clothing as soon as i get home um unless my husband's horny (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i i definitely don't so i i see you there but like for me it's 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 different yeah i mean everybody's different i just walk in and like comes off the minute i start doing off yeah and then I will go and start cooking dinner and doing whatever else yeah. needs to be done. But And I think I've gotten to the point where, like, I fucking, like, I don't even notice it. I bought this new bra. I've mm. had it for about a year now. Yeah. I really love it. Mm. It, it feels very comfortable. But, well, yes, once I, it comes off, how comfortable once it comes off, I'm like, oh. Right? You do, like, the titty, like, oh. flop them just to you kind of, like, yes. release them. Like, there you are. Come on, girl. You go, you're girls. free. That's a good girl, lady. Good, good, good girl, ladies. Good girl. You did it again. You made it through another day. <laughs> Yeah, and we are so. in fact both touching our breasts <laughs> as we are saying these things. Just back straight, boobs grasped. Yeah, that's right. Bouncing a little bit. It's fun. So back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, the snake assassin took the dagger to Nazim. She's like, I had one job, motherfucker, I failed. Yeah. Dustin's and like, he's no, no, like, make your own destiny. It's cool. We we'll got get this. the dagger back. We got this. And then another Aladdin scene happens because they get back to this, like, temple area and she's like, now we've got to go through this maze. Yes. And she's like, step where I step. Uh, That was a little more, for me, that was a little more Indiana Jones. So, yes, Indiana Jones, but when he starts falling through the sands. When he falls through the sands, that is absolutely Aladdin. But yeah, the step where I step kind of Where the fuck is carpet? Yeah. Right? Where is carpet? Where's Jeannie? Help a bitch out. Right. Right. Truth. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, um, it was just a, it was a really fun movie. I mean, I had a lot of fun with this. And mm-hmm. um, I didn't, it wasn't as predictable for me as it was for my husband. My husband was like, this, 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 this. And I'm like, shut up. Shut I'm up. watching the movie. Shut up. Yes. So, but before yeah. we started watching the movie, he says... Oh, the movies, it sucks. I remember it sucked. And I'm like, well, we're watching it. We're watching it. it anyway. So by the time we got to the end of the movie, he's like, I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. Uh-huh, that's sure, right. Sure. Okay. That's right. Um, yeah. So then there's this whole thing where they've taken the dagger and it's like back in the temple where it was originally. Um, so they send. Um, and the, the the dart assassin, the one who, like, throws darts and stuff, is the one that is guarding it. So they're like, nobody can even get close to this guy. Anybody who gets within 20 yards of him dies. And CISO, the knife-throwing guy, is like, well, maybe we don't have to get within 20 yards of him. So he is going to go take on this guy to get the dagger back. So Which he does. Like, and it's an epic fight. Yes. So, you know, there's the, it's like the whole dagger guy scene. against dagger guy. Right. Yeah. Like, so yes. there's a whole badass scene where they have to, like, subterfuge their way up to the temple. Yes. And then, you know, CISO, like, pushes open the doors, double doors, and, you know, he kind of, like, pushes them open. And as soon as I saw that, and I was he's like, like, okay, he's going to die. He's a gorgeous man, too. Yes, like, I have all. to say, he 
yes, beautiful is the is the right word for it because um, the shape of his body is excellent. <laughs> Steve, excellent. Oh, he is lovely. If he, he has a and French, look at this picture of if him he has with a his French little flat accent, cap and his uh, hold up, right? He, look at his flat hold cap. Hold Where's um, his IMDb? Stubble? Hold up. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Oh Jesus Is Christ! Is he? Anyway, so there's this epic showdown with the two dagger guys, and he kills um, Spiky guy, and he gets a dagger. But then, like he's he's got the dagger, and then he looks down and realizes he's got like four knives stuck in his chest and like he's getting ready to die and so he takes a dagger and he just like throws it out the window and of course it flies right down to where it's supposed to be with the sheik and the princess and they're like and you know the sheik is of course like have i told you about this tribe he's gonna be in house of dragons i knew i recognized him i don't know what that means never mind yes we can okay i know i'm sorry He's, he is, oh gosh, I'm yes. I'm sweating my titties off. I know, I got the boob sweat too. Let's go. Okay. Um, where so were you? So they get the dagger back. They get the dagger back. And she's got to go into this temple and that's where the whole like careful stepping happens and the careful stepping doesn't happen and something falls from the roof and then all of a sudden Aladdin scene movie happens. The sands are just melting all around yeah, them and everything's to where caving the, in. the sands of time are but he like falls and there's this whole he's falling and he's jumping and he's parkouring and somehow he ends up right where he needs to be but then Nazim is there and they fight and then blah blah blah. And Nazim like throws her off well, the yeah, side. Yeah, is like already hanging on. Yes, like hanging off the side into the abyss. Basically. And he says, "Don't do it, otherwise you'll." And then he's like, "I'll what? Ruin time or whatever he yeah. says." And then he's like, "Here," and he tosses off the princess off the side and they're holding onto each other's arm and she's like let me go it's your destiny you save it you just to save him i wish we could have been together teardrop 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 and right. then she, they had just kissed finally yes like right before the scene before but, they start okay step where what i, I step. find to like, be really oh, ridiculous is where she's just like it's your destiny yes and then she opens up her hands and right. she's no yeah, longer he's holding like, on i'm not gonna wrist. let you go and she's and like she's yeah, like, let me go and then as she's like wiggling through his hand like she's trying to like force him to let, let her yeah. go She's like, I really wish we could have been together. And she's like crying. Yes. And I'm just thinking, like, what a bitch thing to yeah, say. Like, <laughs> like, put a little we salt totally on that open work. wound. Well, <laughs> yes. but then also when she falls, like she knows she's gonna fall. That is her plan. But she's still like, Distance! <laughs> yes. Like, I why know. Why is she screaming? This Let's, is what she can shows. We, can we take a second and talk about the CGI that happened there? Because it was awful. Like, I know this was 2010, and honestly, it was just so bad. They could have done so much better. Man, I drank so much faster than you. You've got, like, a whole glass, and I'm done, and the bottle's empty. You also ate today. I've... I'm I'm surviving I mean, off of Cheetos and two cheese sticks and oh, some Cheetos. I and love. I had and I had pecans. Oh, pecans. pecans. Had some pecan pie. Pecan. <laughs> butter pecan. Butter pecan. You know what? I don't like Cheetos, I but I'll love tell you what. Pecan. Mm. I love Cheez-Its. 
I like Cheez-Its, too. Oh, Cheez-Its are so good. Especially the extra we toasty. Are, we're out of Cheez-Its right now. We just got a new box, and they are, like, so fresh and crispy and delicious. Tell like, the audience oh what's the name of the cracker that I like to eat, the chicken. <laughs> chicken and a biscuit. If you, I'm from Florida, and I've never heard of that. So you need to go to the store and find chicken in a biscuit crackers. They're so fucking Holy good. fuck. <laughs> it will change your world. Yes. This is not sponsored. Chicken in a biscuit, though, if you want to reach out to us. Oh, we would love for you to sponsor us and, like, give us some chicken Send us and some free shit. Because, oh, I love oh. chicken in a biscuit. That's, like, the classic for us. I've like, never, I never had it until I went to your it's house. It's the classic, like, oh. Christmas Christmas cracker we always have those at christmas when we do like the the get together and the and the cracker and cheese plate you know there's always chicken and a biscuit i came over to shiloh's house and i was like i need something crunchy and we talked about it savory we talked about it earlier because i was bitching because you ate all of my chicken and a biscuit so good it was a family size box so good i can't (laughs) help it that's why i have boob sweat now because i eat so much chicken and a biscuit (laughs) oh okay i digress so the princess is falling and it's awful and he's like she sacrificed herself to save the world at this moment i was also having kind of lion king flashbacks (laughs) and like literally (laughs) like i'm just like disney how many movies can you You rob from all in there it's fine it's fine it's fine because we had a little bit of pirates of the caribbean with you know <laughs> and then we had fucking Aladdin, and now we've got so Lion Aladdin, King, yeah. and um, yes, yeah, so much Aladdin. So, so much Aladdin. literally, you know, he climbs back up this rock, and him and his uncle, his uncle's already pierced the, I guess, this giant rock that's holding all the sands of time, and. All of a sudden, he grabs onto it, and then he's the one who pushes. Oh my god, Jello! <laughs> I'm. <laughs> she's making her own eyebrows out of her piggy tails um and it's adorable look at me i'm so cute look at i have no I'm words i have zero words <laughs> anyway yeah so jeremy like, come retrieve your wife <laughs> yeah where you <laughs> oh my god anyway we'll so, stop on the way home we'll pull over somewhere lord you guys don't even live that far Wait, can i just tell you my phone is such a fucking stalker what <laughs> did it tell I you i got in the car today in my house. oh going to blah 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 it'll take you seven minutes to get there and i'm like what the fuck when I go to your house, as soon as I back out, like, it's like, are you going to work or are you going to Shiloh's house? <laughs> yeah, it didn't, give like me, it didn't even give me the option. It was like, oh, you're going to blah, 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 and it gave Every your address. Morning. And I'm like, really? Every morning it gives me your you address or my work. It asks me, am I going to work or am I going Every to Every day you've got these choices to make. <laughs> And if you weren't already at work, I would come to your house. Oh, God. Wouldn't but that be nice? <laughs> anywho, so... Sponsor us so we cannot go to work. Right. Um, so then he pushes down. Uh, Des- Destin pushes down on Destin. the button. No. Destin? No. Yeah, Destin. He pushes down on the ruby mm. and it starts shooting out no, no, flames. No, no, it's, and- it's Nazim that does that. 
No. Because, yeah, no, it's Nazim because he's got to open up the thing to get all the time out. No, so he, he can... stabbed it, but he didn't know he to push the it. ruby. No, he pushed it. No, he yes, didn't he know to do that because what in the world? He pushed it. He did not. Yes, he pushed it because it was already stabbed into the, uh-uh. the thing. Yes, yes, uh-uh. he did. I think he did. Here we go again. She's going to look it up. <sighs> I don't think she did because he knew that doing that would end the world. So why would he push the button? Why? <laughs> anyway, so, like, crazy shit is happening, time is breaking down, the world is getting ended, and then Dastin closes it, he pushes the ruby again to close the hilt, and things start to repair, and time starts to back up, and it actually backs up all the way back to where they first invade the city. So before anything has happened... Everything, it's crazy. Um, and then, I don't remember what happens to Nazim. Does Dastin kill him? Or do they, so does it just his go brother back and it never happened? His but brother like, kills Nazim. But like at the, at the scenes of time, it just backs it up, right? Yeah, it's it totally just backs nothing it happens up there. to backs after it all the battle. It's yes. after the battle. And Nazim is like, hurrah, we're done. Yeah, you we know, did it. Let's go celebrate. <laughs> And um, <laughs> literally, you said we did it, and I went like Dora the Explorer in my mind. We, we did, did it! We, we did, did it! Did it! Yeah! Los hicimos. <laughs> um, Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> I use that one sometimes. So yeah, and then uh, Dastin is like, Nazim, you your face you did you this poopy face <laughs> this is all a big ruse you're a liar there's no weapons here you're that's trying to right. get the weapons else. were a forgery he yes yeah that's not real that's not what's happening um so then his diplomatic older brother tuss is like well you know then the the spy will tell us Right. Yeah. What's really happening. Yeah, let's find the spy. He's going to tell us what's going and on. And then that's when Nazim tries to attack Dustin, and he is... Dustin. 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 It's <laughs> Dustin. We're white. We're going to completely whitewash... White... Wa- whitewash. 10% alcohol. It's fantastic. <laughs> I need some crackers or something before I go home. Yeah, I got you. Um, we need to go stay outside. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, fuck. let's finish this shit. All right. My so- titties are wet. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my armpits. Just oh, so it's not too sexy. <laughs> anyway. Maybe she needs the kilt and a barb soap. <laughs> <laughs> we have absolutely lost it this episode. <laughs> This is not good. I'm sorry, um, Andrew. <laughs> anyway, so Nazim tries to, um, they fight for a little bit, and then, like, Dustin, Dustin like, <laughs> he gets on top of it, and he's like, and tell he's the like, truth, motherfucker, you're the one who wants to, like, be king. You will never be king. And then he starts attacking, <laughs> and then, you know, his other brother, like, steps in as soon as, you know, Nazim is gonna stab Dustin in the back, and he, like, stabs him, and then it's over, and then as a reward, Tuss says, you can marry the princess. I don't need to marry the princess. Fuck that princess. Yeah, the I princess mean, is yours. Yes, princess. <laughs> exactly. 
Yes. And then she kind of walks away with him and she's like, um, you seem sort of progressive. You kind of got a good handle on things. What do you mean I can have this dagger back? What do you know? And he's like, I know we make our own destiny. And then yeah, la, la, she's la, like, la, are you mocking me? And he's like, I don't really know you well enough to do that, but I'm going to. Yes. And which, like, I'm glad I liked that they the end ending. up together. I'm yes. glad. That makes me happy. But it makes me sad because, like, she doesn't know any of the amazing things that he did. And, like, she fell in love with him because of who he was and the things that he did but he didn't change but right. the, he didn't change like he's still that same person right but they're not gonna have and these adventures have, that showcase they what will have those adventures because uh, I guarantee you he's gonna take her to go see the sheik like he's oh, gonna man, go and they're gonna go watch an ostrich race <laughs> and it's gonna be fantastic and you know yeah yeah so it ended nicely it was a good ending all right how many good. cheers so we can go sit outside and enjoy the cold oh, and you can fuck. sober up a little bit anyway right. um you know what i so i will say i enjoyed this movie but like it's not living in my brain really it didn't right. take up any brain space and in fact after i watched right. it i was like shit how are we gonna talk about this yeah and like i don't really have a lot to say about this movie we just digress That's we managed the solution. <laughs> we managed but Boop, um sweat and kilt <laughs> The two are unrelated. Um, are anyway, they, though? Yeah, well, you get me so yeah. hot and you kill, so I got some <laughs> boob sweat. Oh, my God. You find my boob sweat what is sexy. <laughs> this episode is rated NC-17. <laughs> um, like, I really didn't know where I was going to go with this one. Because yeah. I watched it, and I literally, you know, this was drama weekend. So right. the kids had their performances this weekend and so she they means did drama as in troop 256 drama not like i don't know work what that drama means. like drama club holy shit were you never in drama club troop 256 yeah when you're in drama club there's like drama troops i've never holy ever in my life heard of that. but no the kids are in drama so their performances were this weekend so like friday and saturday i had to spend uh, in the most uncomfortable chairs on the planet, watching their shows, which were fucking fantastic, by the way. It was high school, uh, no, it was not. It was Schoolhouse Rocks, the musical, and it was great. It was all the classic Schoolhouse Rocks songs, Conjunction Junction, I'm Just a Bill. It was, like, so good. But um, Jeremy took the kids to see the other cast, because there are two casts, um, to see them perform today. So I watched the movie or at least part of the movie while they were gone, and I literally was like, I am going to fall asleep trying to watch this movie. <laughs> that was before I watched it. I right. did manage to stay awake, but yeah. So I finished it, and I was like, I just don't even know how I'm going to talk about this movie for an hour because it was kind of just in one eye and out the other, which is a weird way to say it, but it's true. Um, but it was enjoyable, um, so I'm going to give it three and a half cheers because Jake Gyllenhaal is just adorable. He did a really great job so in this cute. movie. I, yeah, so I agree. Cute. I agree. Yeah. Um, so three I'm, and a half for me. That was my super long digression to say a very short thing. I am also going to give it three and a half just because it was a little cheesy. I felt like, you know, even though it was 2010 and we were kind of watching an older movie, I... I loved everything about, I liked the premise of the movie, but I felt like the execution was a little bit weak. I liked the movie, but I won't rewatch it. So that's where I'm at with three and a half on that. Let's talk about this wine. Um, so good. Honestly, 
this North Carolina sweet was amazing. It was really It was yummy. good. And it did the job. Like, I, I'm just saying, I'm a little tipsy. I am straight up tipsy. And I haven't even finished this last glass. We're done oh, with the bottle. Man. And I'm slurring my words, girl. They're like, vuh, 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 vuh. <laughs> I think we can all tell my inhibitions are kind of lowered at this point. So, yes. It's <laughs> She's texting her husband to get his like, kilt out. Maybe and I'm going to get on the kilt. <laughs> Send the kids She's to bed. ready. <laughs> I know it's only 6 o'clock, but they need to be in bed early tonight. We gotta make some noise. Woo! Um. <laughs> I'm not even gonna make the noise. Get the sex I about out in the kilt. <laughs> Easy access both ways around. Oh, Less work. yeah. Anywho. Um, yeah, this wine. I'm gonna give this five cheers. Oh, fuck it was yeah. Five delicious. cheers Hold wine. on, I gotta chug it. Oh, knock that shit back. You can't chug a wine. Oh, uh, I beg to differ. I would knock that shit back straight from the bottle. That was hard. <laughs> Pussy. Gave me a little piss twitch about a guy and it gave me one. Oh my god. Wow. I sip my wine. I am a lady. <laughs> As she talks about boob sweat and fondles herself. That's a lady. lady. Those are lady things. <laughs> Only a lady would understand the boob sweat. It's, it's very much like the taint sweat, but more apparent. <laughs> And a lot more of it. Right. Because we got two. You only got one taint. I got two breasts. It like fills up the cleavage. And you're like, Jesus Christ. No, no. See, for me, I don't have the cleavage issue. Well, I'm wearing a sports bra. So I have, like, extra. And I'm free-balling it right now. But so (laughs) the the girls are like. My chin. The reverse cross-eyed. They're like. (laughs) (laughs) They're (laughs) wall-eyed. Is that what you call it? Yeah. (laughs) Why they're going up? <laughs> yes, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. Get the that, wall out. Is that the? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I the can't wall say it. This is the worst episode of the best episode. <laughs> is there a song I can listen to? I don't know, but if not, we should make one. God, you guys. <laughs> Alright, so on our next episode of Three Shows in a Book, <laughs> we're going to be watching Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Hopefully I'll wear a bra <laughs> so they're both <laughs> So they're straight. It's like it's like Adam Waldorf, um, Adam um, Goldberg wearing his glasses so he's not no got the eye. <laughs> You gotta wear your bra so you don't have walleye titties. Oh my god. Oh. So next week it's gonna be Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. And of course the timing will be all fucked up because it's Easter. It always is. Yes. So we're out of town and like there's a whole shit show happening at work. So we'll I'm not Catholic so I'm not out of town. Well I mean I'm not really. We don't even do Easter I'm like hunts. nominally nominally Catholic but we still go visit we're the family. We're quasi Jewish. We go visit the family walleye Jew- <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> anyway, so <sighs> yes, that's what we'll be doing. The book for this month is uh, Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. It's a young adult book. It's a pretty quick read. Do not, do not 
read watch the movie do not read the book do not okay read the good book. done and <laughs> done do not watch the I movie i will be it's I will be totally unprepared for that that <laughs> podcast. Yes, the movie's an abomination. Don't do it. Just read the book. All right. There well, you go. <laughs> I feel like this was an amazing episode. Woo! I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Yeah. Um, go grab a bottle of this wine because it and is fantastic. And some chicken and a biscuit. Chicken and a biscuit. Yes. Please go try that because I need to hear your so feedback. Good. It is amazing. Aww. Yes. Mm-hmm. I could do without that sound. But yes, <laughs> definitely. And um, I like that I bookended the show with those noises. I know. This is good. Like you started with this weird... I can't, I don't even, yes, stop. (laughs) And I ended it with, oh. We talked way too much about boob sweat. I just can't even handle the boob sweat. Anywho. It's a lot of boob sweat, It's a lot of boob sweat. And I'm wearing, it's a peach colored shirt, so naturally, if if the boob sweat wanted to come through, it totally could, but it's. I'm wearing a Book It t-shirt. You are. I love your Book It. I love that shirt. Yes, I I'm going to steal it. You are not. I'm going to steal it? No, it's not. Yep. No. <laughs> anyway. Have a great night. Yeah. Day, we'll evening, see you next, whatever it is. We'll talk to you next week-ish. Next week-ish. Three shows in a book. <laughs>